Happy Monday, friends. Today's episode brings Sam Plant. He shares with us the importance of really getting comfortable with being uncomfortable in order for you to grow and really truly reflect on what it takes to get to your goal and what steps are needed. Listen, enjoy, and have a great day. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Where's my camera? What the heck? I don't heck? know. Where's your face? <laughs> it's gone. Oh, no. Yay! Boom! How are you? Oh, I'm so good. I am phenomenal. So I gotta... Where are you living now? In Golden Valley. Super. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you? Who are you living? Are you living with... Yeah, I got two. I got two roommates. Random two roommates, roommates or like people no. that you actually know? No, people I know. Okay, <laughs> yeah, just two randos. Well, thank you for joining me today. I uh, yes. I feel like I'm like the most dolled up for today's episode because I had my photo shoot, and what you're saying. Well, and it's like all my other ones, I look like a fucking hot mess. So you should feel special. Yes. <laughs> uh. Anyways. Um. But yeah. So. You've obviously listened to a few of the episodes and kind of know a little oh, bit yeah, more yeah. about what it's about. So for the listeners out there, share a little bit more about who Sam Plant is. Oh gosh, who am I? Um, <laughs> no, so I, I love that. I mean, I think Pat's the only other one that's been on. Um, I'm sure there's going to be more down the line, but I am yet another member of the Anytime <laughs> Fitness crew from Eden Prairie, and I, I am the training manager over at our Shakopee location. So I've Oh, you're a training manager now? Yeah. When did that, am I just uh, been that far out of the? That happened the, in October, I want to say. Oh, well, congrats. Mm-hmm. That's Thank exciting. You, yeah. Okay. So well, yeah, I, I am, didn't know that. <laughs> I, yeah, I am Pat of uh, Shakopee. Okay. Pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been there for, it'll be two years in August, but outside of that, like I was born in England, played soccer, got an older brother. So it's kind of like a, I don't know. I don't know how to describe myself. Just why overall, don't we tell the listeners why you don't have an accent. <laughs> uh, I was very young when I moved, so I'm just giving you um, shit. My brother's got it, and I don't. I'm like the only. I'm the only person in my whole like extended family that does not have an accent. So. Oh, really? Yeah, like out of seventy something people. Oh wow. Oh, want want that sucks. Um. Anyways. Um. Well, so as besides soccer, I mean, I guess kind of going into it what really led you into more of the like personal trainer health coach route versus because you went to school for marketing Marketing. yeah that's okay I remember Uh, what a whirlwind yeah I've done I well I started as a engineering major and then changed to marketing and didn't really know what I wanted to do so when I graduated college in three years I had a plan to just continue my master's online was working at a liquor store and I was actually a member at um the Eden Prairie gym before like anything happened. And I think everyone, I know every guy that works out, I was like, Oh, I could be a personal trainer. So I'd always thought about it. And I had asked Kyle like years prior, if they had any openings. That's funny. Cause I think you're right. (laughs) Like every, Oh my gosh. Every like gym bro I've (laughs) like talked to. Right. I mean, it, it seems like, I mean, as far as things you can do for a living, it's very, very fun. Like seems, uh, I won't lie. It's a lot more, challenging like mentally than I thought it would be um just so? um not like I mean first off remembering 
so many little details you get to learn so much about everyone and it's like there's a lot of energy and care that goes into everything so that's been yeah like that was more the jump from trainer to training manager because being a trainer like that's like to know all those little details isn't necessarily your job mm-hmm. it's just something you get to do so it actually transitioned pretty easy for me just to be able to like really understand every single person in my gym um I think that's like the one thing if I can tell any like someone comes in for a tour yeah I could literally tell them to point at someone and I can probably tell you more than you need to know about that person and about five yeah it's that relationship building I mean I think that's building that rapport I think is so important because not even just as like a trainer but I just feel like for me I feel like I walk and like normally when I've gone to like other gyms not to like not like knock on other gyms but like for example lifetime like a lot of people didn't really know me at lifetime yeah even if I would work out uh, like on a regular basis but like if I walk into any time there's going to be at least one person that'd be like hey Allison like how's it going and not to say that I'm like a popular person but it's just because we all care about each other and we care enough to to see how everyone's doing yeah, it's very uh very intertwined for sure. Is yeah, right. I'd say it's uh it was definitely like. I mean, like I, I mean, if it wasn't for that community, I wouldn't have this job. If it wasn't for, I remember it like, to the day. Yeah. Um, I was getting a drink of water at the water fountain. Kyle peeked out from the office. I had my headphones in, gave him a head nod, and then he stood there and went, and then. Yeah we talked for like 15 minutes and he just asked me what I was doing. And then, um, probably from like a year prior, he had my phone number and he shot me a message. He's like, Hey, um, sounds like you're, you know, working at a liquor store right now. Are you looking for work? And I was like, actually, yeah, I mean, I'm interested. Um, and I ended up I'm trying to think, yeah, I did all my interviews like before. Um, yeah, I did all my interviews before my work shifts at the liquor store. Okay. Um, it was really funny. So, and then, yeah, so it was just August of that year. And like two days later, got off the job, took it. And ever since first, what, three, four months, probably I was at Eden Prairie. Yeah. And then, um, myself and my ex coworker, Megan got sent over to Shakopee and we've been trying to, well, not trying, we've officially done it now. I will but, say, she- I mean, we put in a lot of work just to go from a gym that had zero training clients to now we got to be getting close to a hundred. Um, Pat and I just had a really, really, oh, really wow. successful April, um, which was super fun. So it's been yeah. like really just the mission of like, you know, like I personally like got to experience the community from Eden Prairie. It's now it's our turn at Shakopee to build that community. And it's just like this consistent drive of like, whether that comes from a lot of it does come from Kyle, Pat and Kayla Statham's like, just like the energy and like, you can just mm-hmm. tell like what they enjoy and that rubs off like it's a very um contagious thing yeah it's really just transitioned into my role as first a trainer and now a training manager is to like really care about our clients and uh it it has done wonders so yeah I mean it just started from a love of working out essentially to um Kyle giving me the opportunities and believing in me and now we're here so um yeah it's been that's awesome I remember, I remember when you first started at Eden Prairie too. Um, I was like, oh, this guy's cool. And then all of a sudden you brought in an apple and I was like, this guy's not cool anymore. (laughs) I'm just kidding. 
I know. I remember you I brought did, in the F. You did wash your hands, so I appreciated that. I did like a surgeon scrub that day. I know I remember. you did. <laughs> I do appreciate that because for the listeners that don't know me, um, I'm alert, highly allergic to apples. But yeah, so I appreciated that. I'll say, but, I don't think I, I remember not believing you. I thought you were messing with me. And you're no, like, no, and it's, I'm it, dead it serious. Is. Like, it's, it's, it's funny because like I will be at a restaurant and I'll be like, I just want to make sure there's like no apples, um, you know, in it or peaches. Like if it's like a fruit like mix or something and they're like, what? um no I'm like no like I'm allergic and they're like oh are you I'm like yeah yeah like my throat will close I will die on your table if you if you have I will die at this table right like that's that's how you'll remember me not believing this girl who said she had an apple allergy um but anyways steering back um (laughs) so good (laughs) so kind of going back to like how you had already had a passion for working out did you I mean were you like always an like a huge like lifter even back in high school Um, because I know you played sports but it's just there's a difference I feel like between like being like a because now I feel like you're you're more into the lifting right um yeah I mean I got my triathlon in September so oh you signed uh, up for triathlon mm -hmm. that's exciting Uh, I'm doing the full of what Pat and Matt did last year that's awesome yeah so um yeah I in high school I mean you you know Jack now which helps my yeah exclamation a lot um it it was I was completely flip-flopped from what you might like perceive now or when you first met Jack like Jack was taller skinnier like always muscular didn't like playing sports very much like Mm -hmm. wasn't a team sports guy so he just started lifting and uh pretty much stemmed from like oh I needed to ride home so I'd go to the gym with him and I hated it um I was always like I'm serious I hated it um I was always a bigger kid like when I was little, like I was short. I was like five three freshman year of high school. That's probably. Okay. I that's think how I, I got. Mm-hmm. That's why I got cut from my freshman year of basketball. It's okay. Yeah, I think I was five six going like going into junior year, and then I hit a big growth spurt, and like I was gonna say what? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, okay. Yeah, and then that changed things a little bit for me. Like I was still like heavier, but I had just been lifting. Like I mean, like every day, like classic high school kid. Like didn't really know what rest days were but uh, my life was consumed by um what would have been Fortnite at the time every day after school yeah um soccer like four days a uh, week and then lifting after school every single day with my brother and uh yeah I remember there'd be days where it's like me and my brother would take you know woke or like bucked up the pre-workout yep. we'd take yep. that at like 8 p.m on a school night go to the anytime oh my work out and then go to bed and wake up for school the next day like it was just on repeat it was just school fortnight yeah lifting sleep just that fortnight you gotta get that fortnight in dude that I mean that's what it was I remember vividly coming home from school like play like just like getting up like backpack down next to the stairs Mm -hmm. running down to the basement and getting on fortnight and playing until dinner time and then after dinner go work out come back play more fortnight and go like it was just like on yeah I feel like as a kid it was a routine yeah, as a kid, it was very easy just to get wrapped up in that. Yeah, you know, that's how it is. And I get it, it. Just yeah, I mean, it, it did stuff for me. And then uh, it was going into high school or going into college. I broke my arm like a couple of weeks after graduation in soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, had surgery. That was fun. Had like the ligaments in my hand. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. You know, it's like my no. Hand. So what did you break? 
I broke my ulna, which is like the outside yep, I, bone. Yeah. Yeah. So when I, when it broke. It, How like, did you break that? I slide tackled the kidney kicked it. So like this uh, pinky doesn't like, it doesn't yeah. kick. Yeah. Yep. And like, they don't, like, I can't move my pinky alone. That's <laughs> crazy. Really so I didn't know this like, that. I, yeah. So I had surgery and then going into college, like getting ready for soccer and everything. I, uh, I lost like 30 pounds, 30, 40 pounds. I was like 180. And then okay. I was like 144. I remember. 144 pounds Holy walking shit. into college uh my freshman year and that was just like okay and uh shout out shout out GCU for not having um a dining center because it was just like Chick-fil-A Subway yeah Yoba Jamba Juice like it was that's oh, what it was wow um and we I would just go to class eat and lift and like I didn't didn't go out a ton um my ex-girlfriend at the time was like kind of a party or so like freshman year you always go out but then yeah. like sophomore and junior year slash senior year finally the three was just like we would just eat and lift for like two hours every single day. Like that was our thing. We'd wait for our roommates to get back from class. Yeah. Take some pre-workout, go to the gym, get Panda E and then just play video games. And it just like, that's how it was for me for like most of lifting. Yeah. And then now it's just kind of, yeah, I still do weight lift a lot. Um, but I tore my labrum like I've had a couple things that have been like okay Ow. maybe we need to like adjust uh so yeah I've been through, <laughs> yeah been from um yeah essentially just straight from like injuries to it's adjusted a little bit but yeah very much like I really enjoy weightlifting and at this point I'm just like okay how can I have this balance between functional training weightlifting mm -hmm. and like just overall health so um the reason for the triathlon I've told Pat this is I just want to see what I can do yeah. What, like where, where are my, oh, yeah. I um, think that is, I, that's such a great point because I feel like that's a lot of, a lot of people I feel like hesitate, um, into jumping into certain things because they're scared or they're why fearful, not? Why but it's not like, it? you know what my friend, I will say this quote all the time. Now my friend is like, my new favorite saying is to do it scared because at the end of the day, the worst thing's going to happen is you just don't you don't do it as well as you wanted to. Okay, fine. But at least you did it. Um, and so that's kind of one of the reasons why I jumped back into strongman training mm -hmm. um, and strongman competitions. But um, as kind of to pedal back, but how was it training? Like, how was it going to the gym with your brother consistently? Because I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just me and my brother. I hated working out with him because he was so hard on me. Like, um, <laughs> like, if I missed a free throw, I would have to do fucking push-ups. Like yeah, that is how intense he was on me. Like, so I can do a free throw now, like nobody's business, but yeah. it's just like, but you know what I mean? Like the, the whole sibling dynamic, because yeah. I feel like naturally, especially I could be wrong here, but especially as brothers, there's more of a competition. I mean, my brother and I are very competitive. Um, yeah. but I just feel like there's something with like, you know, a brother and a brother, yep. uh, two brothers versus and like two sisters, like that competition in the gym i just feel like might have say like you're, you are like you will as siblings you were will preserve you uh like you will see yourself as equals so you yeah. want to be the better of the two right um first couple years sucked he's always lifting heavier than me mm -hmm. um but then i started to grow like i got i got <laughs> i'm like three four inches taller than jack okay um and i quickly caught up into him weight and like he he developed injuries and such so like there's a few reasons but um I just tended to be like 
the more athletic, like I was, I started lifting at a better time than he did like age wise and like, um, development wise. So yeah, I, yeah. uh, it was really like first it was like, we had always have a competition and right. uh, like there still is like, there's moments of he's like, oh, I'm stronger than you. I'm like, dude, no, you're not. <laughs> It'll never happen. <laughs> um, like there's always going to be that, but it's really yeah. just developed into this. Like now that I am a trainer, uh, like we do, we really support each other. And I don't know if you knew this, uh, my, when I moved out, if you look at, if there was a timeline, Jack mm-hmm. started training, like within two weeks of me moving out was not a coincidence. <laughs> I, uh, was not a coincidence. I was going to say, cause like, he's been in a couple of like the same sessions as me too. So that's why I was like laughing. I'm like, wait, how come I've never seen you in sessions before? Not a coincidence by any means. <laughs> um, when I moved out of the house in October, um, I love Jack. Like he's been like, we've gotten a lot closer as we've gotten older. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like our family, my, my family dynamics, very interesting. Like my family's like real, like 98% of the time is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my dad get along really well, but Jack and my dad don't like fully understand each other. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, if you're in boxing corners, he kind of lost like a mediator or like someone in his corner there all the time. And I was like, okay, how can I keep tabs on him? Yeah. Um, so I made him do an FC with Pat <laughs> and uh, I told Pat, I was like, whatever it takes, like, we're going to sign him up. I was like, this isn't like, this is nothing for like, it's, I don't care if it helps the gym or not. Yeah. I, I like, I want this for my brother and he's, and it's kind of, yeah. So it went from like, we were, you know, we we're siblings, we we're brothers buttons, right. to now it's like, okay, now like we work like, well, he's doing overtime right now, but like throughout April, Every single Tuesday, we do the one thirties together. Like I'd be doing those when I, when Pat was at Shakopee. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's kind of taken a, a full, it's come full circle from uh, like, you know, tough love older brother to now, like, you know, we're both working towards things. And I think it just happens as you grow up, but we're really both yeah. just working towards being the best we can be. And uh, it's been super fun. So that's awesome. Yeah. Cause you guys are how many years apart? Three, three, he's three years older. Yeah. Than, yeah. Yeah. So that's the same. Oh, fun. That's the same difference as me and my brother. Um, but it is, it's, I think, I mean, we're still competitive. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, it's, it's more so now it's like a different kind of competition. It's like, if we do like stupid little things, like playing like a game or something, but you know, it is, it's true. You, you, as you get older, you grow into your own self in a sense. And, but I think what it, my point of that was it's nice to have uh someone in your family to kind of keep you accountable um yeah especially growing up because that that is the hard part um for me it was my brother I mean yeah he was hard on me as you mentioned like the tough love um like he would get me up at like five o'clock in the morning to go run because he played soccer so yep he did like and he played for like the premier team and stuff like that so he like he would run like 12 miles and then still do sprints like during practice I'm like you're fucking psycho. Like I'm not doing this. Like I am in, I'm a sprinter. Like I, I did track basketball, tennis. There's no distance in any of that. Um, so, but it was, it was good because it does help push you. Um, and it does kind of going back to, you know, to see where you're at, as far as like fitness wise, it does kind of give you a, okay, shit. Like I'm not where I want to be, but I know where I could be kind of thing. I mean, but, yeah, especially with your sibling, like you, like whether yeah. brothers, sisters, like, uh, it doesn't really matter. Like you are 
you know, cut from the same cloth for a saying, but mm -hmm. um, so especially if it's, you know, brother, brother, it's like that. Okay. If he can do it, why can't I Yeah, type thing? So it is a huge piece of motivation and it's um, for me and Jack, it's developed into like a really, really healthy um, like relationship. And like, we get along a lot better now than we really ever have. Like he's growing a lot, not just like in the gym health wise, like yeah, maturity wise. So um, yeah, just together, it's been, it's nice to have something a little bit different than what it used to be. So, yeah. And do you feel like fitness was like a huge part of what got you guys closer? Um, yeah, I would say so. I mean, that's like a lot of time we spent together in high school. Um, and then like when I would come back from college, like that's what we'd go do. We'd go work yeah. out. Um, like even on like we've, I could put money out. We've worked out every single Christmas since we were like 15. That's super. what I mean now that you've kind of found like a rhythm as far as like your workout routine what other aspects of health have you really noticed a change in mental health um that's a huge one uh, I know we've talked about it cold showers mm -hmm. um yeah cold showers cold plunge like I don't know not even just that I think getting more like my theory is with working out like like, yeah, if you just go on the treadmill, I'm sure it'll still help. But for mm -hmm. me, it's like working out at an intensity where like you are uncomfortable makes everything easier because like yeah. anxiety, depression, like it all stems from like somewhat uncomfortable situations. So yep. um, the more exposure you get to them, whether it's running, lifting, swimming, doing a strong man, like whatever it is, mm -hmm. um, the more you put yourself in those uncomfortable situations, the better suited you are to, you know, handle them when they come up in the future. So that's been a huge thing for me. Um, over other than that, it's really just been like, like a balance, like, uh, finding like, okay, yes, I'm working out every day, but like I'm 22. Yeah. Um, I'm like I went out twice last weekend for the first time in a long time. Uh, went out on Friday, like still like, you're not the typical 22 year old Sam. No, I know I'm not, <laughs> like, but I'm very I far. I was, yeah, I was gonna say I was on a whole new level. Yeah. Like I, I'm very aware I'm in a different yeah. place than a lot of 22 year olds I think that's where a lot of people are like um yeah like that's just how it is like what we perceive to be a typical 22 year old probably isn't what most 22 year olds are um anymore but it's yeah I mean, to an extent, uh, but like I mean a lot of my, my friends don't like I mean like okay like we play D&D &D, play video games like my friend group like yeah we do like I won't lie like I love like a good night out at like up down or something like Last yeah. weekend we did um, Matt's like bachelor thing. Yeah. And that is just solely a group of guys that all know each other from the gym. Yeah. And they're obviously coworkers. Uh he he's become one of my best friends. Uh, yeah. Paddle I mean, watch this. Paddle watch this. You keep it in there. Pat, I fucking love you. Like literally, like I won't say like not like a dad because he's not old enough. Yeah. Um, but he's like, a brother. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he, he really you guys has have been. become family. I mean, I feel that same way with all of you guys too. Like, I feel like I could shoot you a text and be like, I'm having a fucking shitty, like mental health. Like, what can I do? I yeah. can, I've done it to Pat, you know, it's that community has been so huge as, as you mentioned with the mental health, like that's the biggest thing I've noticed. Um, like Pat will be so humble and he's always been so humble when it comes to any of this shit. But like, I contribute a lot of the shit that has happened to me, like my healing to mm -hmm. Pat, to you, to Kyle, like 
Brandy, like everyone that has been a part of that anytime fitness community with me and like doing sessions, because like yeah. I, I was fucked up like that. That's like the nicest way of saying like what yeah. I was, I was going through. So um yeah pat we love you like that's I, I mean pat and like for for me especially like i don't know if you uh look at the the breakdown of staff or have thought about it um there's me pat kyle and gage yeah otherwise it's all girls um no it is and, and no, no i know i just the thing is it's probably it's like just our staff like it's not even about gender or anything well, like that the way everyone meshes is so good but at the at a certain it's point crazy me, Pat, and Kyle get to meet for an hour every week, us three, and then Pat and I spend copious amounts of hours together each week, whether it's mm -hmm. virtually or, um, but like we, we oftentimes will spend, like this is on, like this is, this is a freaking shout out to Kyle, like it is a, um, it shows his character and like what he values, we spent like whole hour, hour and a half, like long meetings just like talking about life like how we're feeling what we're doing yeah stuff like that and it's like having not only obviously the support system of the people we work out with but uh for me especially um Pat and Kyle like have become like like older brothers to me like I mean like I have an older brother yeah um and Jack is probably one of the smartest people I know by a long shot he's definitely mm -hmm. the smartest in the family my dad won't like to hear that at all um because I mean my dad's yeah. an aerospace engineer smart guy Jack's yeah. smarter um but like having the perspective of now essentially two older brothers yeah. and Pat and Kyle um has you really guys are all my younger brothers <laughs> Pat and Kyle are not that much younger than you though they're six years younger than me you're not 36 I'm gonna be 36 yeah yeah you drink that monster <laughs> You were 14 when I was born. Fuck you. <laughs> but no, it, it's, it is. I think, again, going back to like, I've been to, again, other gyms and it's the yeah. dynamics were so different. Not that I didn't have like a connection with people there, but it's just, there's something different that I hate it's to every like, single person it is, at like, that gym does I not think, matter. No, it doesn't. And I, I hate to use this word because it's so like cheesy, but it's magical. Like it really is like magical. <laughs> shut up. Insert but, stars. No, yeah. it, it is. It's uh... no, but it is. I mean, and the, to go back to like how you guys like really just connect and like meet on like a, how are you doing in life? But it's not only that is you guys even do that with the members of the gym because yeah. like I've had like, you know, like Trinity, Kyle, like I've had other trainers come up to me and be like, how are you doing? Like, because everyone's, aware of the situation to a certain extent but regardless yeah, I mean, it's like how's your back doing or even if I'm like having an injury it's like everyone knows and it's like they know like what to you know like do a modification or whatever yeah. but I think that's what I love about it and what you guys do because there you guys are so much more in the know of each member of that gym than other gyms I've been to yeah it's I, I like it genuinely just stems from again I like Kyle I don't know if you remember the very beginning of um EP um yep. Kyle and Chris Lamp and like I just remember like it's like whether it's like how they introduce things in the tour like from the get-go I think the experience like lots of people respond to it oddly especially in Shakopee mm -hmm. like, why are you asking me these questions and like it takes them a little bit and like once they open up they're like huh but then by the time like if you stick around like you'll see like 
I don't know, just the way we interact with everyone. Like I said, I can, you can point to anyone in the gym and I'll be able to tell you something. Right. Unless it's literally the first time they've been there, then give me 20 minutes and I'll be able to. Yeah. Um, but it's really just like this whole, it, it, I won't call it magical because it happens. Like, I mean, yeah. Harry Potter's cool. Fantasy's yeah. cool. But like, uh, magic, yeah, Harry Potter's like, cool. Come right. On. Ma- magic to my knowledge isn't yeah. real. Um, but this is very much like the closest thing to it. It's like, it's the chemistry. That's the word that I was thinking of. It's the chemistry. Everyone, everyone has that chemistry with each other. And I think that's why we can build on top of that. Like even just like having, like, I haven't worked out with like, I like haven't really worked out with Jack, but I still like, he'll still be like, Hey, how's it going? You know, like, it's like, you still have that connection. It's like, if like there's been one person in my session that I have only worked out with once, I still will be like, Hey, how's it going? Or they'll say like, Hey, Allison, like what's new. So yeah, I think I mean, that's, what's great about it is that, and that in it of itself is such a huge, it's huge for your mental health as well, because it's that dopamine release. I mean, yeah. I know I could go super nerdy on that shit, but like, I don't know man like it's just it's been awesome being a part of this gym because it's honestly again I was telling Pat like besides my other previous gym like I had never felt like that connection with others um until I came to any time needing Gary so it's like very uh I, I love having people that have come from lifetimes and stuff like that come in yeah they don't know what to expect from it anytime or like they do and they're like okay this is not it this is weird right and it's like okay now it's like yeah you realize it's not just a gym it's so much and like yeah I mean obviously as training manager I think every single person should do the FC do their um you know three free sessions and like get something from it but regardless if they don't like I got um dinner with one of my just like regular like members he uh biked to the gym every day in December holy shit um he got lucky. December was a good month for it. If it was, yeah, like, I was gonna say, yeah. But he biked every day, and we just went and got Chipotle, and like it ended up being like instead of like usually if I'm at Chipotle, it'll take me like 15 minutes. Like even if I'm with, like my best friend, um, hadn't like he's never done a session, never been interested in it. Just like a hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. I know he's a teacher. Um, his name's Adam, and Adam and I ended up sitting there chit chatting for like an hour and a half, like pretty much till Chipotle closed, and it's like those little interactions just stem from saying hi to everyone that's in the gym like yeah being like you know being the proud face of the gym and like um I had someone sign up for coaching the other day um to work with like not only not just to work with me but to work with Brandy because of our um our boards that have our staff files on there and he saw that Brandy's had Olympic lifting and he instantly is like hey sign me up so it's like just not even when we're not there like our like our, is that the guy that um did the strongman competitions yeah brandy was telling me about that yep. yeah okay yeah his name's jake um but yeah he's like an ex-military guy and it's like not even like we don't even have to be there our bios are up there like we we're yeah like, whether we realize it or not a lot more open about like who we are what we do what we've mm-hmm. done what we want and i think it helps us a ton just in terms of like people wanting to reach out like most gyms don't have a bio that says oh, this is where I'm from. These are my hobbies. Like, this is what I right. like. Like, they can look at the board and they already know so much about me. Like, yeah, where it's like, okay, I, if I ask one question, oh, you used to play soccer? 20 minute conversation could occur. Yeah. So 
but it's not um, only that it's the the honesty behind it all too it's i've also i've had trainers you know that have you know they're like just jacked but it's like they're telling me all these different exercises but they're not really getting down to like the root of everything like there's so much more than just the physical health. And I think that's why I really connect with all of you guys, because you guys really do uncover more of the mental health aspect. And yeah, I think really another aspect of it is, is like, I mean, I've been told, like, we went to Juan's birthday party. I remember this so vividly. Uh, like, oh, where's it going with this? What were we talking about? God damn it mental health and how like you guys are really being honest about that stuff yeah oh and you're talking about yeah like you've had super jack trainers whatever um no no like i've i remember going to juan's birthday party and like, not that i should say not that you guys aren't jacked i'm just no, saying no, I was like, about, this is what i was about to say yeah okay um like i remember going to juan's birthday party like i think i look like i look at myself i'm a normal size human being like yeah but in reality things like i'm six foot 200 pounds probably bigger than the usual person that's 200 pounds but and I, at your like, age too mm -hmm. so like, I remember going to Juan's birthday party and they're like at the end we're like hey like we talked to a few we're like hey why haven't anyone else like come talk to us it's just been you guys they're like oh they're scared of you and they're like oh they thought we were intimidating that's like oh gosh we're those people yeah. um but it just shows you like we don't think of ourselves that way we don't do it that way and like Pat's super fucking strong, but yeah. you're not gonna be like, oh, that guy can single arm snatch a hundred pound kettlebell. Right. No. I mean, just by like, well, despite like, you I've don't been told I look, I have the RBF, like I have a resting bitch face. I do. Yeah. That's fine. Like, I get it. Especially if I have my hat on and my headphones in, let's like, just don't fucking talk to me, but I get yeah. it. But it's, and especially if you see, especially, I don't know. I know from like a guy's perspective, it might be a little bit different, but like from a girl's perspective, I feel like when I first initially started like getting really into the like heavy lifting, it was intimidating like to see yeah. these girls that are like tinier than me fucking lifting 200, 300 pounds. And it's like, Whoa. Jesus, but it's like, and it, it is intimidating, but when you have that, that honesty and community and like, the openness about it like yeah. being very welcoming it helps alleviate any of that anxiety yeah it's just been it's all about like how we like present ourselves and I think it's just like a very welcoming environment and it, yeah a lot like people opened up to us and human nature is if like those people trust you you trust them and it's just this this like waves crashing into each other that just right. builds it bigger and bigger and eventually you know these waves are 10 million feet like we've got it's just like it builds on each other it's just like lego blocks just one after another mm -hmm. um it's just this endless cycle of just like production and like people sharing with each other and it's just built like this crazy community that like focuses on just so much more like uh than lifting weights like you're not just there yeah. to be physically healthy but there's so much more that comes from it so it's been it's definitely just a crazy environment. It's very much an anomaly of the gym world in comparison to just like everything else. Oh yeah, for sure. What do you feel is like has been the biggest struggle though um, thus far in your health journey? Ooh. I've been really lucky um, to be honest. I definitely think there's a, there's a bigger one to come at some point in my life. It was definitely my arm though. Yeah. That was just like, I mean, debilitating, like couldn't even open doorknobs. 
I, I pretty much had one arm for like Ugh. three, four months. Yeah, um, that'd be hard. Yeah, and like it's still like to this day, like my arm, like my wrist kills right now. Like I have arthritis, I've got all this. And like, that's definitely been the biggest challenge is like adapting to your limitations. Like whether, like some people don't have many whatsoever, but for me, it's been adapting to my limitations in terms of like that injury, especially has been kind of the hardest thing for me. Cause it's like, I, like I used to bench 275. I can do 255, 265 right now. Yeah. Um, But I don't think I can get any higher. And it's not like, I do my wrist exercises, but it's really just been like being able to adapt to those things has been super, that's been the biggest challenge for me. And it's uh, mm-hmm. a lot of it has come like my adaptation and like growth that like in terms of making myself like the most efficient, most productive in my routine has come since working at any time. And it's just like, yeah, it's that, like that piece of adversity, like it's a small one, like my hand still works, right? Like my fingers <laughs> move. Like, you know, yeah, it, yeah like my hand yeah. works, like, there's not really that much of a difference, right. but it's just, like, it's a small inconvenience that you kind of forget about that, like, I don't think about it, like, all day, every day, but then I'll be, like, at the gym, like, trying to do my set, I'm like, damn it, I can't do it, mm-hmm. Um, that's really been the hardest thing, is just, like, we talked about, like, whether you have an injury, making those, like, changes for yourself, yeah. Um, for me, it's definitely been, like, accepting, all being accepting of my limits, and finding, you know, how I can continue to press even with the things that I am limited on. So that's been really like my biggest struggle. Um, other than that, the gym's always just been like a huge outlet for me. Yeah. That's like one of my wins. Like I never, yeah, I've never really like had to go to the gym for yeah. like any particular reason. It's just always been something I get to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, like in my junior year of college, I wasn't so with it, but like I was bulking. So it honestly wasn't bad at all because I just eat whatever I want and then lift four days a week and puff the magic dragon because I was 20. Yeah. Um, I was able to get to where I wanted to be. But now it's like, okay, I've got different goals and it's just been able to like adjusting between what I want and how I can get there with, you know, the limitations in like in life where that's yeah. time, energy, being sick, injuries, anything like that. For me, it's just really been the biggest challenge has been learning how to adapt to make sure that. I can do everything to the best of my ability because sometimes yeah. you're uh you're gonna be the last person to realize that you can't do it that mm-hmm. certain way and now it's like okay let's open this other door and find out what's behind there yeah so being able to just kind of you know like look at myself and be like all right that's not necessarily going to work how can we build up to this now mm-hmm. like just like kind of accepting of like the steps that I have to go because someone to get to a 315 pound bench might have to go up six I might have to go up 12. Um, so just being accepting that like my journey is a little bit longer than someone else's to get somewhere has been like, yeah, that's been kind of my, my hardest struggle is accepting like my journey is different from everyone else's and being able to over the past year, definitely have accepted that and just like Mm -hmm. enjoying the ride. It's definitely, it's not going to happen overnight. Like now, now it's getting to the end of it where I've been really like focusing in on things and leaning out and losing weight and maintaining strength for my triathlon yeah. And like that's still in September. And this, I'm, this is me saying, oh yeah, I'm getting to the, the back end of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. it all starts when you're like, okay, what am I going to do next? So definitely has just been navigating the ups and downs of, you know, goals, journeys, what's really ahead. So. Yeah. And so when it comes to things that, you know, maybe aren't quite working in your favor, what are, what are some things that you can do to kind of 
change your mindset? Like, what are things that you do to kind of get that mind and the different focus? Like, okay, no, instead of being like Eeyore and being wah, wah, you know, what do you do to shift it in more of a positive note? Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Um, one person I don't think I've talked enough about is Kayla Rover. Um, she's the she's the at shock yeah so she's the she's the member you'll have you met her yeah okay she'll she the first thing she told me she's like i've heard so much about you i'm like oh gosh yeah Um, there it's a lot of what's really like been like the biggest thing it's like reflecting it's you know obviously like you have to be in a certain place and like have people around you might have to help you get there Mm -hmm. um to be like vulnerable to yourself not to everyone else. Like you have to be able to admit like when you're, you know, like you're treading water. That Um, is, that's probably one of the biggest things in life that people need to realize. It's true. That's, I'm glad you said that. It's, it's perfect. It's perfectly fine to admit to yourself. Okay. Yeah. This, this is not the one right now. Like what's next? Um, It's perfectly fine to like, you need to analyze like where you're really at and just give yourself like, not blunt honesty because you want to have like I have this unwavering unwavering thought that I can do anything and that's awesome that's gonna be great um but at the same time it's like okay I can still do this but right now might not be the time and it's just being being able to like shift your mindset into okay what like what can I do like what's my next step it's just adjusting the mindset like people always like oh well in two years I want this it's like okay cool or you get the question, what's your five-year plan? It's like, yeah, dude, I don't know what I'm doing on Thursday other than going to work, let alone fucking five years from now. <laughs> um, right. It's, it's great. I, I have to do it for work. So I'm used to it. So I'm used it's, to doing three uh, and five years. So, okay. Ask yourself like, yeah. where, what steps are you taking to get to your three-year goal right now? Not die. Lo- love, <laughs> I would say love you to death, Allison, but just about fucking nothing. You are doing nothing for what is going to be no. April 30th of 2026. You're not doing right. that shit to prepare yourself for that day. I will right? say I will be divorced. So there, okay, boom. You got one step, but that's been in the works for a little bit, right? Check. Yeah. So like you've got obviously, but that's a short-term goal. Like yeah. getting, like getting your divorce settled or whether yeah. it's like, getting your credit card balances down or paying off student loans or buying a house. Like mm-hmm. those are all just steps. Like you got to go up a ton to get to where you want to be. Right. And honestly, like you get six steps up, six more are appearing at the top. Mm-hmm. It's endless. Um, so setting yourself like checkpoints, like, okay, I did get those six steps yeah. closer because you don't really know where anything's no. going to be. So, so much to- shit can happen to you in even just a day, a day, yeah, a week. Right? I mean, a month, like it, it exactly. Yeah. So it's been like, yes, having those long-term goals of like, oh, I want to make sure my blood pressure is lower next time I have my annual physical. It's like, okay, yeah. now let's set some goals within that. So it's been that perspective of, I think everyone needs to, this is why having a coach is good because it's really hard to do it for yourself, but having that perspective to shift of like, okay, yes, I have this that I want, but there's some things I need to do on the way there. What are mm-hmm. they going to be? It's like you plan a road trip. You know where you're going, but you're going to plan some stops. Right. Whether you need the bathroom. You want to get snacks. You need to get gas. There's stops. Yep. So um, I've always been a huge advocate for like planning my stops, essentially. Um, and that you're only really going to find out where you need to stop by reflecting. 
Um, and that's where Kayla Rober has been huge for Christmas. She got, I think she got Brandy the same one. There's this dig deeper book. Um, hmm. And essentially it's been like, I don't like I'm a dude for like, I'm a 22 year old guy. I'm not writing a journal, man. I was going to say, <laughs> Hey, I mean, you I'm could. not going to sit here. I could, but do I know myself damn well enough? Like if my roommates found my journal, I'd be like, oh, dear, it's Sam's journal, dear yeah. diary. Yeah, like, dear Today. journal. Yeah, right. It's just like, that's something like my personality I would never do. But um, you're aware of that. That's the thing. It's I'm aware of that. Yeah. And finding a way to really get yourself to reflect is going to be huge. And Robert got his The Dig Deeper book, which is just prompts. So, oh, yeah. The first one is, who are you lo no longer willing to be? I've filled out all these. I'll read one or two. It's like, oh, what would you name this chapter of your life? This was in, like, December. Um, another one is, what Locked. matters to you most? <laughs> are you are you, are you living in alignment with that? Um, what else is there? It's like, in what areas of your life would you want to be more intentional? Um, what, do you want to what do you want to start doing less of? Um, another one is, what do you want to start doing more of? How do you That's want to cool. be remembered? So it's just like all these like super, it's, it's obviously a step, right? Like there's so much. And like some of these responses I've written a paragraph, some of them are a whole goddamn page. Yeah. Um, and it's broken up into sections. Um, I found the very first one I wrote. And it's like, okay, how can I, you got to find your own way to reflect and like right. be that person. And that's going to help you find your next steps. So just my like big thing about changing your mindset is just like, acknowledging and just being okay with the fact that you're yeah. gonna have to make a pit stop like you're gonna like it might you might you might whip a u-turn for a bit yeah you missed your exit you're gonna have to you got to turn around a little bit and then you're gonna yeah. get off and get back on track right like if you if i broke my arm again probably not going to be able to do a triathlon right i mean but maybe i could but you would also know at least at that point how to work around the injury yeah but and then it's like okay if I break my ankle I can't run I can't right. run on that so how am I gonna train my running right so there's so many different things that could happen to put you off course for that big goal so setting yourself those smaller goals and really adjusting yourself to okay this is where I'm gonna go next I want to get here what steps can I plan out like every month that I think are really gonna help me get there and just take it day by day yeah. Just like find something like set yourself like a little win every day. Like I drink my first thing I do every day is drink water. Crazy. Yeah. Don't even turn on my phone. Drink water. Simple. Yeah. That's gonna help. That makes me feel like I'm getting like a step closer to just being like continuing to be as healthy as I can and challenge yeah. myself. So like the first one in this is who you no longer will and be. And I said a reactive individual. I want to become proactive, find myself often reacting. Um, to situations from finances, planning, prepping, etc. And then I was like, I'm just over being reactive, unprepared in daily life, feel stressed and often unmotivated to accomplish the simple tasks. Oh, this was, I remember this. Um, like getting a car wash, buying windshield wiper fluid, or paying bills. I said, I want to be an expiring example to everyone around me, a self-conscious person. I don't want to worry about what comes or to worry about what others think, see, or perceive. I want to always display my internal confidence no matter what. And it's like, got to find this other one. But it's just like all of these like super, like these are things I just probably don't think about. Oh, this is another one. In what areas of your life do you want to be more intentional? 
I know I'm very good at relation, like relationship wise, like my relationships are all super healthy, mm-hmm. but I still was like in my relationships, I want to be as intentional as I can each and every day from remembering little things to large events. I want to be the most present and emotionally in tune. I can be like, that's a small, that could be a small change, huge change. Like yeah. just these things that you're like, okay, yes, I can acknowledge I'm good at this, but what that's like my next step. It's like, okay, I want to continue to be a better friend. I want to make sure that I'm remembering not only the big things, but the little things. There's one step, right? And then by the end of it, it's like, I'm just going to be someone that knows like every single person, like if I updated that, it could be, you know, by July, by the time I turn 23 this summer, I want to be the person everyone knows they can turn to. I don't need to be your first person because mine will probably always be my mom. But like, it's just that. I mean, yeah. It's just like, you want to like take those steps. So it's like laying out your your roadmap. And um, for me, this book has been huge. It's like 170 something pages. I'm at like 140 and I got it for Christmas. So the first entry is on the 28th. So there's a ton, ton of different ways you can do it, but finding kind of your way that's going to allow you to like roadmap out like, okay, where am I going next? Yeah. Because I don't think people, people plan like where they want to end up, but they don't want to plan where they're going next. So, right. Which thing is just shifting that mindset to, okay, what's what's coming tomorrow or what's coming next week that's been that's probably like the biggest thing you can do to shift your mindset is just reflect a little bit take that time whether it's with someone or with yourself to just like okay this is what we need to do this is where we're at what's the next logical place for me to be why do you think people fail more without a health coach because i feel like there are still disciplined people out there that can that can get to whatever goal they're trying to reach. But I feel like sometimes what's necessary is that extra boost from a health coach. I'm going to. Do you want to call a friend? No, I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not phoning a friend. I'm going to change your statement. Um, Cause I don't have a health coach. Cause I, I am a health coach. Like that's my job. Right. Right. But you also it's... are surrounded by other health coaches that you talk to. But in, in the essence of it, like, yes, I admire like my, like the thing being a trainer, you have to have this like exuberating confidence of like, I can help anyone. Right. I'm the best fit. Um, it's like love Pat to death. Pat's definitely better at things than I am, like some things than I am. Yeah. But I'm also better than Pat at some other things. So mm-hmm. um, it's not really the same, like you don't view like as like an entire expert, if that makes sense. Like yeah, Pat, Pat is like one of the smartest people I know. And I know like functional training wise, I'm such a novice in comparison to him. Yeah, and he's helped me so much in that. Um, and I, like, I would love to think that if Pat wanted to come like and talk about like wrist recovery, yeah, he still might have me beat on some things in that, but I have like that self-experience. So it's like um, within like our workplace, we all have this like exuberating confidence in our areas of strength. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I want to change the question to not a health coach, just a support system. lots of people just don't talk about what they're doing um I have a client like none like his shoulders way better than like he used to not be able to even go up here now he can go all the way up he moves shingles like in a warehouse all day okay apparently he used to like dump one um and then he'd just be like doing this yeah afterwards and he doesn't do it anymore and his coworker noticed did not say oh I've been doing personal training he's like oh it's just feeling better yeah right and it's like well so your support like he obviously has a coach but it's like okay you're someone that just started doing something 
-hmm. and you get that response and you're just like hiding it you're not really giving yourself the opportunity to like when it comes like yeah you know what my shoulder's feeling worse today you're not going to be like okay why is that or you know what's changed you're going to have to like you need people around you that are going to be you know not only supporting you but challenging you a little bit and that's why I think um health coach is like the perfect like our expertise is really that like we're obviously like we've all become really close over years and years yeah um but I know damn well I'm not your best friend and I'm not trying to be your best friend we're friends like we're good friends I care a shit ton about you but I'm gonna challenge you like why do you feel this way or why do you think this happened or you know Mm -hmm. what made you want to do that right and you just need that system in your life it's not necessarily like you don't need to have a health coach to do it or hire a trainer. You just need to find someone that you can have those conversations with. I think that's the biggest thing. And I just think the reason people don't succeed is because you can't process your own thoughts. Like you can't sit here and have, I mean, you can have an internal conversation, but without someone from a different perspective Mm -hmm. coming in to ask you those questions or challenge you a little bit, you're never really going to get down to what happened. So that's why I think people aren't always successful on their own yeah. because it's about humans are people like humans need other humans, mm-hmm. whether you're the most introverted person ever. Um, most introverts get married, have a boyfriend, have a dog. Like you need some interaction and it's like, okay, yeah, I have a dog, but why do you have the dog? Because like you pet the dog, they get excited. It's feedback. Yeah. It's that you need that relationship support system that provides you with feedback and like, mm-hmm a clue to what's going on yeah no and I agree it's I also think that it's also hard to that I also think that it's hard for people individuals to to seek out that help because of the fact that a lot of people internalize things more than externalizing what needs to be said again that's going back to even the mental health stigma there's it's going back to um, that intimidation factor of when we see other people doing doing well and thriving, it's it's the social media effect, you know, it's yeah. there's so many different factors. So it's just what would be your advice to someone who who needs that extra set of ears. You know, people and like yeah. ears to help them kind of navigate and and realize that they're just internalizing everything. Um the reflection is just like the the part of it. It's like, you know, if people are ready to make a change, they've definitely done some reflecting. Oh. Um, so finding finding that process that's going to allow you to reflect is probably the first piece of advice. That could come in any form or fashion. That could be talking to a sibling, talking to your parents, talking to your friend. That could be just going out. Like, I know, like, I've got friends that are just like, they love Reddit. And mm-hmm. like you, that literally could just be like you going on Reddit and like commenting on a post like, hey been struggling with xyz recently like it's mostly anonymous like just getting feedback in some form or fashion yeah start where you're comfortable it's not like i'm saying hey go see a therapist or come into a gym sign up for a trainer and spill your heart out like yeah it'd be great if people were just like yeah i'll go do that but it's not that way for everyone (laughs) i didn't do that (laughs) yeah i mean but i guarantee you there's a lot of different oh yeah and solutions you tried to use before you realize okay i have to do that well and i think it also is the fact that i've I've experienced many things already up until this point of now. Yep. Um, you know, like when I was in college, I just fucking drank, worked, worked, you know, did my workouts. And then yeah. I basically worked out 
to alleviate the drinking. <laughs> but you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it is. It's I think it's a matter of experience, the uh, who you have surrounding you at the time too of when you're ready. Um yeah. I mean, that's I guess that's another question I have is when you realize that there's there are toxic people in your life and what would you say for people to kind of deter away from that? Because there's there's been I have people in my life that are are toxic that are family, you know, so it's like. There's so many different factors, but it's like you, you can't that that toxicity is so bad for your your mental health, your physical health, everything that's intertwined and interconnected in between. Yeah, it's uh that's like being able to like obviously survey like you're really like people always say you're a product of who you surround yourself with and it's so true mm-hmm. um and that also goes for that other person um so again reflection that yeah. person acts a certain way because of something um that could just be the way your relationship is with them etc yeah. um but being able to like i mean obviously like it's really hard to just like cut a friend off especially if it's like a childhood friend or a family member yeah um the first thing to do is just like survey yourself okay what could I do to like if someone's like you know if you got a friend that all they do is like blast you consistently it's like okay yeah. what am I doing to maybe make this person behave this way I'm like is there anything that I could do to change this situation that could mm-hmm. be you know not bringing up certain topics they tend to get like super worked up about like there's so many different things mm-hmm. um that's like the the you know self-awareness is you know, going to be your best friend in any situation, especially in a relationship. Um, but then this could just be my, my unwilling, like I just confront everything. Yeah. At this point in my life, it's like, I got an issue. I will just I got an issue or I think someone needs help. Like I'll ask those questions. Um, right. But again, yeah. going back to a lot of people can't, I mean, yeah, it's, I, that, and, yeah, it's the self, like I said, like that self-reflection, take that survey of, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. what can I do for myself don't look at it in the form of okay what am I doing to like upset this person because it's not the case it's like okay what can I do to avoid like to not put myself in these situations mm-hmm. and um and if it comes to it and it's like you realize it's like okay I cannot do anything then you really take those steps to present it to that person like hey I've really put a lot of time into thinking about this and you know I've been you know changing some of the things like I talked to you about and like you've just been super negative and just like bringing that up to them if you can if not it's really going to be about prioritizing yourself taking those steps to like we said talk, going up and down the steps this could be the u-turn that you need to take yeah um, this could be your exit for a little bit where your exit is okay I can't hang out with that guy anymore because um, every time we hang out all we do is drink and that's not good for my mental yeah. health or my anxiety like being able to you're, you're gotta be your own self-advocate and just reflect and realize okay what can I do for myself and go at it that way that's the the number one thing whether it's you know friends family mm-hmm. um there's a lot of different things that lead to it and being yeah. able to just you you got to be your own like you got to be your own everyone's their own harshest critic that's yeah that's human nature that's already oh done, yeah 100 right mm-hmm. so now you have to be your own self-advocate it's like okay what do I enjoy yeah. What don't I want? What do I want? And yeah. being able to line that all up and, you know, kind of take the survey of, okay, is this going to get me to where I want to be? Nope. Mm-hmm. Got to get it out of there. Or you got to ask them about it. So there's only, I wish there was like a different way. Like, oh, you can't ask those questions. What are you going to do? 
Um, I mean, it is. It's hard because kind of going from a different angle, it's it's also what's happening in their lives that's creating this negative, toxic environment, you know? So there's just so many factors, but it it, it is hard. I think that self-awareness is probably the, and being self, like being your own self-advocate is, is probably the best way to put it. And I appreciate you saying that because you can only, what I've learned myself throughout the years is I can only control what I can control. Yeah. I can, I can only do so much for my own, my own self and my, you know, immediate, you know, whatever it is, my immediate circle, mm -hmm. you want to call it. Um, so I think that is another important thing. Cause I feel like for so long, I was the, I was the people pleaser and it was the point to the point where I would just literally do everything for everyone but myself. And that is probably one of the biggest takeaways that I've learned um, throughout the years is that I can't keep doing that because it's draining. I yeah. mean, like it would get to the point where I would just like disconnect for like a month from people because it's just like, I just can't. And it's, it's, that's the sad thing is I feel like I want more people to be aware of that for themselves because the minute I changed my mindset and shifted that for myself has been game changer. Mm -hmm. And it's like people, like I said, you're a product of your environment. And yeah, like if that's your best friend and like you start doing those changes, they're not going to just like get up and leave because you mean just as much, most likely. Yeah. If you're like struggling with it, they will also struggle with it and they're going to find yeah. out they will, you will almost like push that person into self-reflection. Mm -hmm. um, so being able to like, yeah, you got to remove yourself from a situation sometimes. And it's honestly going to be, it's not always fun. No. But people that care about you, people that want you to succeed, like they want things in life too. Yeah. Everyone wants something. Some yep. people have really weird ones like, oh, I just want to get high every day. Sure. But they still want that. Right. No, seriously. Like it's, I know, but it's just, that's like the bottom, like someone's really struggling that that might be yeah. their only goal is yeah. to like get that release. Right. Yeah. So they've got goals, they've got things and they're gonna be like, okay, well, like, what can I actually do? And like, if their goal is to like have, like, they're going to want to have their best friend with them. Right. Yep. So they're going to look and make that change too. So in your self-reflection, and removing yourself from some of those situations honestly will help the people around you without you even have to say anything. That's true. And I think that's probably the biggest thing too, for me is another big thing for me is realizing that the ones that want you to succeed are gonna also find ways to help you succeed. Yep. Um, and I, cause in the past, I mean, obviously people have falling outs that it's natural for that to happen because everyone's in different stages of their lives. That's, that's natural. But when it's, uh, when you're purposefully trying to hold someone back from what they want to succeed in, that's where I feel is something that shouldn't happen. And that, mm -hmm. that they themselves, as you have mentioned, need to self-reflect. Yep. And you making that change is what might help them do it. So right. people aren't, naturally evil or trying to like pin you in a corner right it's just all a subject of something and um if you being the person that's like leaving them or you know yeah like cutting them off leaving them is, is going to make them realize it it's sometimes what needs to happen and you making that decision oftentimes will help them 
like make that decision that might bring you guys back together. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, yeah, that's a, that's probably the best way to put it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Very I appreciate so. that. And you're so, you're so wise beyond your years, Sam. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, again, because ref- going back to reflection, when I was 22, I was not thinking of any of this shit. You know, I was still yeah. in that and granted, it might have been because I was like still trying to figure out who I was at that mm-hmm. age. And it's just I didn't have that m- mentality, though, of I'm going to surround myself by good with good people. <laughs> and I I literally I mean, I drank. I smoked. I was such an unhealthy person, both yeah. physically. Well, no, not physically, because I would work out daily, mm-hmm. but it, just mentally. And until you can find, as you mentioned earlier, that balance between the two. It's just, it's just such a, it's kind of like a, what is it? The checks and balance game where you have to like, is that, did I just yeah, date myself? No, 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 I know exactly what that is. I <laughs> okay. Like, okay. I was like, oh God. <laughs> like checks and balances are like, yeah, you're just like doing your balance sheet and you're like, damn. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, yeah. You do have to figure out like what really is important like, for you. Paying your time. bills mentally. Yeah, you've got certain bills you got to pay. Yeah, and if you're not getting to them, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> so, how can I get myself? Like, what do I need to pay this right. week? Right, getting my workouts in is that getting yeah. my eight hours of sleep. Check, check, check. Got yep. all those things done. Then going out on the weekends gonna be fun. You're not gonna like, oh my gosh, I really went out and had five drinks last night. No, you're gonna be able to enjoy it. You're gonna feel confident that you, yeah, you know done everything that you need to get done and now this is something that you want to do and you should feel good about doing it Mm -hmm. uh it's all about the relationships between you know what you can do and what you like what you need to do and what you want to do and being able to have that equal balance and realize that the things that you need to do sometimes can be the things you want to do yeah and it goes the same way sometimes the things you want to do are the things you need to do yeah um so it's just like being able to connect you know the things you do into what they do for you Mm-hmm. taking that inventory of okay am I building myself up or am I knocking myself down yeah no that's um, spot on well I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me of course it's been, it's been fun I mean again I the thing about this is like I learned so many things about people even though I know them it's just yeah again going back to the root of things it's just I never would have thought, I mean, I knew you had a brother, obviously, but it's yeah. like, I didn't know you guys worked out that often together. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, again, that's kind of, it's just the little things that people um, don't realize, but they add up and now look at you both. Like you're both growing in your own ways. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because it started from you working out together now, it's just just there it expanded happens. I mean, yeah like jack <laughs> took a pretty big break but ultimately like me working out and working at a gym brought him back to it now it's yeah. just like it's full circle where we're both doing it again we both love it yeah um there's a healthy competition to it and that that's like ultimately it goes back to like we talked about with the relationship like cutting out someone toxic like mm-hmm. ultimately it might take a while but things will come back full circle that person really cares for you and values yeah. you they're gonna realize you know whether that's like you took a step away for yourself Mm -hmm. or because of something they were doing, whatever it is, or something you were doing, they took a step away, right? Yeah. Everything's going to come back around and they're going to like through the reflection, the development of relationships, habits, whatever it is in the gym, 
outside of it, everything will come back around because people will go through, like, not everyone, no one has just the straight path to success. No. Um, That's why, everyone's... like, whenever you see those things, it's not like a linear line. It's like a up and down. Yeah. <laughs> right. Up, down, backwards. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's never just straight up the stairs. Right. You got to take those exits. You got to go back down to go up, like, whatever it is. And um, whether it's the relationships, your habits, family, friends, whatever it is um being your own you know you're already your own harshest critic yeah but being your own advocate and being able to you know remove yourself from those situations whether that's taking yourself out of doing a certain exercise or removing yourself from a friendship or like I mean you've taken a huge step like whether that's like you know getting a divorce like there's Mm -hmm. so many different things um that are going to make you like a better person and whether that's you know as as simple as oh you know what I'm going to go left instead of going right at this stoplight who knows? Yeah. So many different things that are going to put you in so many different situations and being able to, you know, look at your choices that way. It's like, okay, if I do this, it's going to take me in this direction. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, applies to the gym, applies to relationships, um, just being cognizant of the decisions you make and, you know, controlling what you can control. You're going to lead yourself to, you know, success. It's going to be joyful. You're going to have fun with it. And it's just going to be that like healthy development of habits, both in the gym, outside the gym, relationships mental health yeah all of it you just have to be your own advocate and you know take that mental inventory of okay what do I need what do I want here's this all adding up and that's gonna kind of that's kind of the thing that's been keeping me moving and it's like okay what's next by what's next I don't mean three years from now (laughs) I mean what's next later today what's next this week right oh this week my goal is to get four workouts so that means your goal for those days is going to be I need to get a workout in Mm mm-hmm So you see how all these short-term goals and long-term goals all kind of bound off of each other. So taking that inventory of, okay, September, I think it's September 19th, I'm running a triathlon. Okay. So I need to get X amount of things. And that means I need to run three days a week, work out three days a week. And then once it gets warmer, I need to start swimming two or three times a week. Right. So you got to be able to check those boxes that are going to get you closer to that. Um, I don't know why this popped in my head. I watched the movie uh, Chasing Mavericks last night. I haven't heard of that one. It's a surfing movie. It's a real story. Um, But he's like, he's got a like paddleboard, like 35 miles, hold his breath for like four minutes is what the guy guy that's like teaching him how to do this says. Yeah. Um, And he just set up a chart and it's like broken up by week. And the the breath one is like, okay, I got 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. one minute. He's got this goal of four, but he just knows each week he wants to improve by 30 seconds. Right. Each week it shows him marking it off that's how we need to kind of go about it. It's okay. Yeah. Our goal's way the fuck up here. Let's start here. All right. Check, check, check. Yeah. And you just build up and up and up. And sometimes you won't get to put that check and it's like, all right, we're coming back to it. Now we check it. So being able to just look at everything in that, like, yes, it's going to be, it's linear in some form or fashion. There's a growth pattern most certainly. Right. But it's not always going to be straight up. No. I mean, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna come across something that's gonna, hinder you whether it be an injury or a life event there's there's it's life Mm -hmm. shit happens there's always going to be something but it's how do we navigate around it and still grow um and I think that's why that was one of the reasons why I I told myself I was going to still do this the small group sessions because it's like while I was going through everything it was still helping me still or to stay on track of getting my workouts in and just continuing 
the habits okay. that I had already created. Your inventory prior. keeps growing. It's not getting smaller. Keep doing right. it. Right. Exactly. Indeed. Well, I, I'm sure you know, I like to end with a lightning round. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Donuts or cake? Ooh. Uh, depends on what type of cake. Gosh, man. We're talking oh. like just in general, donuts probably. Okay. Well, well, what if it, what's your favorite kind of cake? Um, I used this for someone the other day like if i go to a restaurant and there's like chocolate cake with ice cream it's sol it's go it's getting bought and it's going in the belly mine's key lime pie or tiramisu my okay like my favorite thing is like chocolate muffins so ooh, chocolate muffins with chocolate chips yeah i guess that's more cake so we'll go cake okay okay if you could be any animal what would it be can you guess Simba, <laughs> <laughs> not Simba, but uh, sorry, yeah, Mufasa. <laughs> no, pro probably a lion. <laughs> I'm still gonna call you Simba. I'm sorry. No, probably a lion. I think there's something about like, I mean that like predator mentality and like, so like, you know, king they're of the, so king of the jungle or whatever. So aggressive and like dangerous, but also then you see like this completely other side. That's a uh, that's the like as a person i want to be that motherfucker they also so. get all the bitches too <laughs> byproducts byproducts yeah i'm just thinking of yeah okay anyways uh favorite movie Ooh, let me have a spot it's gotta be like oh there's so many um i'm a huge nerd like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Harry Potter. Um, I know this. Did I tell you I'm going to Disneyland? Yeah, I've seen it all over your story. I'm um, so excited to make my own lightsaber. Sorry. Okay, go on. Oh, I wanted to do that. That got canceled oh. for us because of COVID. So, oh. um, Lord of the Rings. It's just like I don't watch it very often because it's like 14 hours. Uh, of yeah, that... time. Just but you have to first... have those marathons, though. Yeah, no. For the first, for the first three, I believe it's 13 hours. Yeah, but. When I watch them, I'm like, holy shit. And these things were made in like the early 2000s. So Lord of the Rings and like the new show is cool. The Hobbit <laughs> movies are dope. It's like when you're born. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh but my I, God. They're my favorite movies. Uh, so. okay. Lord of the Rings. Do you have any hidden talents? If so, what are they? Uh, hidden talents. Um, can you give me an example? Like, I'm not, I don't know. Uh, so, like, Kat's hidden talent that he said was he can circle breathe because of the bagpipes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, uh, I guess you could call this a hidden talent. Um, I'm an absolute freak on trampolines because I used to work at a trampoline park. So like, did you uh, really? Yeah, I worked at a trampoline park for like six years in <laughs> high school. So I can like, I can like double backflip. I can, yeah. Holy shit! I'm, abs I'm an absolute freak on a trampoline. Okay, that, see okay, that that, and I'm really good at uh, a couple like arcade basketball games because we used to have the Sonic one. Oh so yeah, I suck at real basketball, but like if we go to Dave and Buster's, I'll run your shit <laughs> and like 
Yeah, it's hilarious. So don't compete against you Not for that. It can't be like any of the ones that are like an actual free throw length, like you know, like little smart. Oh, ones. game on! I okay. can do the fucking yeah, free no. throw shit. It's like the ones that have like the moving rims and stuff, and it's just oh like, yeah, see, about, I like, can't do that consistency. Shit. Yeah, I can like double handed like yeah, yeah. I got really good. Mine's straight like straight. I was, like, say, I was, I was telling Pat about this the other day. Uh, I'm pretty sure me and one other uh, like one of my buddies from work might have had like the world record on this Sonic basketball game at one point because we played it so much like during the summers when we were working like that we just play so those yeah arcade games and uh I didn't even, oh what's the other one i said what was it oh arcade games and trampolines yeah and laser tag because i used to run oh, it for like five years we should do laser tag i've also been talking about doing get, axe throwing i'm pretty good at axe throwing but i've I never get, done it i want to oh, do it it's pretty easy actually um, yeah, I get way too competitive in laser tag. So laser tag, trampolines, um, and arcade games. Laser tag's so much fun. My friend and I, like, my friend did it for her birthday one time, and like, I was like, <laughs> like well, our old our old manager when I was working at that trampoline park played pro laser tag. Oh damn! And we play against him all the time, so I got pretty fucking good. And yeah, like, I, just, I, I got like, paid to play laser tag when I was in high school. So you know what? I'll take anyone at the shooting range. <laughs> I have a really good shot. <laughs> I'll run you. I'll run you up. <laughs> uh, okay. Favorite color? Ooh, blue, but like a very specific type of blue. Okay. What kind of blue? So like a royal blue? No, like the lighter one of those two. Man. So. Oh, wait, I have shorts in that color. Hold up. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's like a like a shade darker than royal blue. I think someone called it periwinkle. No, periwinkle's lighter. It's like more of a okay. purple. Purple blue is periwinkle. Yeah, that's like a pretty pretty light one, but yeah, yeah, you can see like this is a this is a navy blanket. Yeah. Short, so yeah. Yeah. That color blue. Okay. Uh favorite food. Ooh, depends, depends, depends. Hmm. I mean, the most basic. I'll give you a few. Um, steak, uh, naturally. Yeah. Over the past couple, of I months, think like, besides like my vegan friend that's been on this on these episodes, it's probably been like the common common favorite food. I mean, <laughs> I mean Pat and I are anomalies because of like I've done the carnivore thing. Yeah. Not doing it right now because going into a cut, I yeah. would not. I don't trust myself. Yeah. Um. So. I definitely steak and I like I I eat like steak every day for like three weeks at one point um otherwise like fish and chips or like an Italian like um like Italian like whatever those like a punch pizza that style pizza like Neapolitan pizzas yep um and fish and chips okay fair enough I I was gonna say the fish and chips is for sure the uh the British part uh first celebrity crush first yeah ah <laughs> uh, probably like mila kunis or uh that's my or, woman celebrity crush or uh margot robbie oh she's gorgeous yeah all right good choices i'll give you points for those <laughs> uh what does a person need to be happy life if you wake up <laughs> Ser- I'm dead serious. Like I, I know, I know. It's just 
it's like you're it's just like straight up life <laughs> no if you're if you're able to wake up every day that's something to be happy about that's true that's a very good point uh what is a dream vacation for you so like what's a spot in the world that you've always wanted to travel to that's on your bucket list um like new zealand Ooh. or like i'd love to go to tokyo but i've heard if you don't know japanese you're gonna get lost um i've done most of europe i've done most of europe being from yeah. there but um otherwise like um i'd love to go to like the coast of italy i can't remember the name of it right now like the isles is that italy i, I think uh, uh I think so. yeah like the isles like that like uh yeah that part of italy or like marseille like the coast of france my dad is obsessed with and i really want to go it's to. so pretty so, so pretty yeah those are them new zealand or like you know like that just like familiar culture in a way right but that's got like the the extra something that you usually wouldn't see and then I'm, tokyo just because like the art the anime like i love anime like the technology. i'm gonna i'm going to i'm going to japan in a few years is my plan and i'm getting a samurai sword and i am going to my goal my friend you met my friend alex um he was on my birthday yeah uh so we're our goal is to climb mount fuji as well yeah i like it yeah so um what is been oh no sorry i passed this one toilet paper roll over or under what toilet oh. paper roll oh it has it has to go over if it goes okay under, yeah you need help oh Oh, I've called out like so many people on my, my episodes. My, my roommate puts it under and I flip it every time. Mm-hmm. I do too. It's like, I don't have roommates, but <laughs> if I see it like at the office, I'm like, no, <laughs> it has to be over. Right. Um, what is a song that best describes your life right now? Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> you can look it up. I'll give you that. Let me pull up the. Hmm. Hold up, I'm gonna have to play. There's two and I, I could write a record for the radio songs. Oh, yeah, motto. Motto by NF. You didn't listen to that. That's whole it's so funny. I haven't it's listened him, to that one yet. It's uh it's him about like not getting into like award shows, and one of the lines okay. is like I think he's got like, great songs, he, he, though. Like, I'll be at the award show sitting in the back row eating popcorn. <laughs> so funny. Um, it's That's pretty a much fitting a, song for you. Yeah, I mean, dude, he just talks about, like, he's just chilling, like, doing yeah. his thing. And that's, like, right. I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. So, yeah, motto. Okay. Uh, what has been the most humbling experience for you so far? Ooh. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, we have a client at Shakopee. Her name's Beth. She's blind. Mm-hmm. Um, she crushes it. She comes in every single day. Like there could be a midst of boxes. She's a mom. She teaches deaf kids. Like she's like, she is so successful. Um, and she just comes in, crushes the workouts. Like while her daughter is like trying to like, she's blind. She cannot see her kid or the right. weights or us. Yeah. And she's just got this like innate, like, she's like the best person ever like she just like she first off trusts us she's so good like she knows like how to like navigate like the way her body moves and stuff like that mm-hmm. um yeah any excuse I've ever had not to work out 
I've realized is absolute bullshit. After isn't it crazy that. when you see that kind of shit it's like well i don't really have an excuse yeah <gasps> or like the the people that are disabled and like are like are quadriplegics too and you're like fuck okay um, i gotta yeah, go there's lift. like yeah there's there's <laughs> beth and then uh gabby romero yeah um, she she's awesome i love that girl so much like she she'll come in like she'll just want to clean yeah she'll get there really early she's like what can i clean i'm like gabby you don't have to clean. She's like, I want to. Yeah. Um, like just that feeling, like they have so many reasons not to do things. Yep. Um, Gabby has a job. She goes to the gym. She did a six week challenge and like, oh my, I, she was telling, like, I think her, her brother picked her up once and she's, he's like, Gabby would not let it go. She like vouches for herself so much. And Beth does the same thing. And it's just like that, like, they've got so many reasons not to just like exuberate yeah. confidence and do it but they just fucking do it that's awesome that is the hum- most humbling shit of my life yeah that's awesome that i and i i agree that's like some of the shit that you're like well fuck let's go <laughs> like let's fucking right? go um would you rather stay at your very first job you had or be married to the first person you ever dated and stay with them the rest of your life. <laughs> trying to think of the first. Okay, what are we going by dated? Let's just say like high school. Yeah, that was a tough one for me too. <laughs> Does it have to make it more than six months for us to consider it? <laughs> uh no no we'll we'll just or does it make it eat does that make it harder okay then longer than six months then that would be my ex and we we broke up very amicably amicably but i know she's a really cool girl so yeah i would i could be stuck there yeah because I, i i would work at a pizza place for the rest of my life i know i was thinking about that i'm like Ooh. I would work at the Devani's that's in like the holiday gas station. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, yep. you know what? In hindsight, yeah, it could be any mine. I would be jobless because my first like I worked at uh well, I guess a soccer referee would be the first technical job. I would I would I lied through my teeth. That did not make it easier because it couldn't get easier. <laughs> I would I would I would marry any of my exes not to work at that Devani's. I oh, oh I don't know about me. <laughs> I mean, I guess like I'm still like I'm in my 20s, so I don't know where they're really ending up. In the, yeah. the one before my all mine are married and have I'll say kids. the the one before my my long-term uh girlfriend, like my last ex, my long-term ex. Yeah. Um one of them is getting married, so I'm gonna rule her out. I'm cool with the rest of them, so yeah. Yeah. I would rather be well, stuck with one of them. My first, I guess, oh, I don't know what would you, my descri- description of a first job would be because I also babysat. So, uh, yeah, sure. Would that be okay? So, well, okay. We'll still, yeah. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I know. It's like, ooh. Uh, what would, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Does it, Anyone else have superpowers? Am I like I'm like Superman? You can have any superpower. No, 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 no. Like I am like Superman. Like I'm the only one with powers. Oh, oh, no one's ever asked me that question. 
Sam. Okay. Let's say no one else has superpowers. Oh, then I'm going to pick something like. Mm, see, it depends which way I want to go with this. I'd probably do something like. Um, fuck, like you know, like Professor Xavier or something, like where you've got like the, yeah. the crazy like knowledge and like telekinetic powers. You can like read people's minds and stuff. Okay. Um, That's if I'm like going, like that's like my under the radar. Like I'm not trying to get into beef with people uh, because then I could just like finesse. My, I could like right go find the person that's at the lottery and read their mind and find all the winning numbers and forge a ticket and win the lottery. True, true. Okay, but what if, what if there you know, are other people that have superpowers? Yes, if other people have superpowers, um, it's gonna be something. I it might just be like not being. It'd either be something like flying. Mm-hmm. Like okay, are we assuming I just had like superhero like level strength already? Because you know, like the superheroes that fly, like they don't get punched by another like supervillain and just die. Or am I just like a normal human? Other Bro, you're going thing? a little too deep into this shit. <laughs> That's okay, a valid question. Like, it is about, a valid question. Think about how fucking pointless it'd be if I could fly, except okay. there's someone like Superman who can okay, fly assuming, and then he punches me okay, let's and I burst this. into a ton of guts and <laughs> okay. pavement. Assuming you already have superhuman strength and okay. there's other people that have superpowers. Yeah, like I'm not gonna, like my point is I don't want him to be like the Hulk. Like right, I just right, have right. like, like if I get punched by another superhero, I'm not just dying. Right, right. Okay, okay yeah. yeah, yeah then yeah. I would probably take like flying or um something like along the lines of like teleporting okay but if you're flying can't you technically teleport no fast no i mean are you getting gassed out fast enough when you're flying or is it like see I now don't... we're getting real deep yeah otherwise like i mean this <laughs> the, the most fun answer is just to be like yeah just to be like almost like the whole like just be able to just like beat the crap out of people with your fists yeah yeah okay so, okay well well yeah. so short answer is like the kinetic thing or okay. super or like just like super strength like okay. i am stronger than every superhero ever yeah okay Those are my two. if you could get rid of one food for the rest of your life what would it be i don't really have like a strong dislike towards any food oh, mine would be peas fucking hate peas like mine, a little honest. not like the snap peas i love sugar snap peas but actually like mine the... mine would probably be like fucking uh beans just any beans i hate beans like you do like pinto beans black beans get them the fuck out of here they could be erased from the earth and i would not give two shits dude i love beans i don't like peas but i love beans <laughs> all right okay whatever um <laughs> What is your favorite memory of us? Oh, gosh. I feel like you have one. I actually, I don't know. Oh, There's I don't a know. lot you of just, good times. There's been a just, lot of good times. You just profusely started laughing. So I was like. I No, only because I'm thinking of when <laughs> my birthday party. And I still, to this day, don't know who has the fucking photo of us. <laughs> like. <laughs> that's that's a good one like no clue that that was a good one that was uh, yeah 
I mean, we've had a lot of good times. Like, yeah, like the outdoor workout, like brew hall last year, like that, like just, oh, that was fun. Yeah. I just enjoy like those moments. Like it yeah. doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, remember when we went to like, a, let's say we went to Portugal. Oh my gosh, we went to Portugal. So yeah. cool. No. Like just the, the quality time and like the banter, yeah. the jokes that, that is my, that's my type yeah. of stuff. So oh yeah. Well, cause I would say. People would probably think like if they didn't know our dynamic, they probably would think that I was just a bitch to you because I was always like so snarky to you, but like jokingly during like yeah. workouts. Oh, it's so fun. Um, but it was so much fun. Like the I'll banter. Say, I say it's either like like coaching sessions with you or like being in a workout with you or just yeah. like honestly, like any just like the simple times we've gone to Brew Hall and like done those get together. Yeah, just for phenomenal. sure. 10 yeah. out of 10. Yeah. Or but- ooh, actually the Super Bowl was fun. the super bowl was fun oh that was fun though that was that was yeah oh i missed that coach i was just laughing because it's like i was like god like i don't have a picture of me and sam for my birthday and then you're (laughs) oh no no, we do it's somewhere it's somewhere somewhere, but so whoever's listening that has it please send it over to us (laughs) i would i would just very much like to see that um but oh. no, I will have to, I, I'm trying to think of what I want to do this year for my birthday. I don't think I want to do anything big, but just go out and maybe we could do axe throwing. That I want to, I want to do paintball. <laughs> I've never done paintball and I've always wanted to do it, but I know you can get some serious welts. That's why I'm like. They're not bad. Okay. Well, They're maybe. Not- well, think about it. I just paintball, short sleeves, shorts, mask, get after it. It only really hurts if you get in like the knee or the elbow or the wrist bone. Yeah, but see, like for with my luck, I probably wouldn't get hit in those places. We'll see. Okay. Uh, last but not least, what is a word, word of advice you would give to today's youth? Ooh. Ooh, this is a, this is a good one. There's so much going on in in the world um like the anheuser bush stuff right now like so much stuff like everyone just loves to like ridicule everything um i wouldn't say like remove yourself from social media or like delete it because it's definitely like i'm alive it's kind of interesting to see perspectives um mine would just be like one of the best skills you can have is to be adaptable um not to say you shouldn't be opinionated and you shouldn't be, you know, like, well, like, versed and, like, driven in your opinion. Yeah. You should just be adaptable. Develop yourself an opinion that's going to allow you to really see everyone's side. So be a flexible, adaptable person. Um, and just really, like, find find your beliefs, your thing. Like, I I can't vote, and I think it's honestly helped me a lot just, like, not being a citizen. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't know you were... Yeah. You- Oh, actually, I have a green card. Here, wait. (laughs) I'm learning so many things about you. Yeah, well, thank you again for joining me. Of course. It was so great to talk to you and just catch up because it's been forever. I miss having you at Eden Prairie. It's not the same. I miss Eden Prairie, but Shakopee is my home. I know. I get it. I get it. All right, Allison. Talk to you later. Yeah, see ya. Boy.